Serving spiritual seekers around the world. Unity Online Radio. Thank you for tuning in for this Unity Partner Program. Unity Online Radio partners with spiritual leaders from organizations whose mission and messages complement Unity's. We are pleased to bring you this program on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. to Everyday Attraction, where the law of attraction gets real, with Ray Zander, your guide, coach, and best gal pal. Welcome, everybody, to another edition of Everyday Attraction. My name is Ray. I'll be your one of your co-hosts this wonderful morning, and actually, it might be evening or afternoon when you hear this broadcast, and we just are so grateful for Unity Online Radio and Align Radio, and now we're on Stitcher, stitcher.com, where you can have our show every day on your lovely little mobile phone. Um, if you go to stitcher.com and download the app, or you can go to your app store and download Uh, Search Stitcher, download the app, and uh, then search Everyday Attraction. And there we will be, updated for you every week, which we love to be. Um, I also want to give a quick shout-out to Send Out Cards, sendoutcards.com forward slash attraction, our main sponsor of the show. And this is a wonderful service. If you've heard the podcast before, you might have heard me talk about it. But um, this is an online service where you can build an actual physical card, like a paper card, online and send it and you can and they put it in an envelope and seal it and then put your name on it like you sent it and you can also attach a gift anyway i really believe in the power of appreciation and um we have so many relationships and i i think at the end of the day relationships are really why we came and to find this tool to help foster relationships has really made a difference in my life and i so we take them on as a sponsor because they're really a heartfelt product, an online product that I think is a vibrational product where you can not only raise your own vibration, but really just give love out in appreciation. I had a circumstance this week where a friend of mine lost her dog. One of her beloved dogs had died and I knew that she was really broken up about it. And she had posted something on Facebook and actually put the dog's picture on Facebook. And I was like, ah, So I grabbed the picture from Facebook. I went on to sendoutcards.com forward slash attraction, got into my account, put her dog's picture in a beautiful four color card. And this dog loved to chase Frisbees. So I put something like, um, did someone say Frisbee on the front? And then inside the card, just really uh, my heartfelt knowledge that this was, you know, this was a big deal for her and that I was thinking about her and sending her love. Send it off. It got to her cost me less than a dollar to send and it got to her in 24 hours and she told me it brought her to tears that she was so grateful that someone had taken the time to acknowledge the passing of this family member that she had really 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 loved and I just felt so good about deepening that relationship between her and I that I do pay attention to what's going on in her life even though we're both very busy and so anyway I give you that story as hopefully a motivation to go check out sendoutcards.com forward slash attraction and send a card. You can send it for free. 
we've got it set up so law of, our law of attraction everyday attraction audience members can send out a free card and then if you like what you experience it's like 10 bucks a month to get on board and send cards and get into the fun of it so there's my spiel moving on so this week we're talking more about instant manifestation a little bit more like what we riffed on from last week's show. This idea that Abraham and a lot of teachers are telling us, I think um, there's a couple of books coming out with these names of instant manifestation kind of type uh, phrases. And and I think it's really interesting to delve more deeply into the fact that we can have what we want now, sooner than later. And we'll get a little bit more into what we mean by that as we get deeper into this idea that when you want something, when you want something, what you really, really want is an emotional experience. So I'll leave you that with a moment as I bring on my wonderful co-host for today's show, Janice Campbell. Welcome, Janice. Hi. Thanks. Thanks for Hi. having do, me. Do you have your uh, lemonade? Oh, <laughs> actually water, but uh, <laughs> I need to bring some lemonade. I like that idea. <laughs> Janice is the host of Receive Your Life on Unity Online Radio, and she is also uh, one of my closest friends and another Abrahamite, and we like to get in here and, and nod a little bit more closely to the root of some of the information we're getting from these teachers, but also all these metaphysical teachers, uh, these attraction teachers, some of them ancient we we talk about some authors that wrote in the 1800s and even before who were right on the leading, bleeding edge of some of the stuff that we're going to talk about today. Um, Janice and I have been talking more about this idea of really looking at the feeling of our desires first. And one, do you know what you desire? And two, do you know the feeling that you think that desire will give you? Janice, do you know what you desire? <laughs> <laughs> Let me see. Besides a delicious lunch, which I always look forward to. <laughs> I like that one. That's easy. Uh, let's see. Uh, what do I desire right now? That's a great question. Isn't it? It's like some, I know it's always moving yeah. and always changing. Um, you know, one of my desires that I, that I constantly kind of think about is I just love the idea of, of having, um, new opportunities always available to me. I like this idea of never being kind of done. And I like, um, I, I, I like this life of unexpected, surprising opportunities that come my way. I really desire that sort of dynamic life. Um, and, and I want, so, so here's my desire. I like that freedom of being able to have desires happen and opportunities come that surprise and delight me and the freedom to move on them, mm -hmm. the freedom to take advantage of them, the mm -hmm. freedom to actually get, say yes, the yeah. freedom to say yes is what I desire. And so if I take that a little bit deeper, what is the feeling that I'm looking for? Because what Abraham is telling us is it's not about the thing. It's not about necessarily the physical desire, but the feeling that you think you'll get in the having of it. And I do think it's that I, I love, I'm a little bit of an exhilaration junkie, you know, I love the, the exhilaration that comes from unexpected opportunities that you can move on right away. And there's a satisfaction in that oh, this is exactly what I'm looking for. And I say, yes. Uh, um, kind of seems like it's the energy too. Like, yeah. like, like obviously 
vibration. <laughs> High vibration. High vibration. Yes. It's like big crowds. Energy, like like almost like if you were a surfer, it'd be catching the wave. It sounds like like ah another wave. Oh, it's like we're gonna be a wave. Ah. Yeah, and not just um you know not just body surfing, which is nice, which is fun, kind of maintaining balance. But you know the big wave, and yeah, sometimes it's a little bit of an exhilarating ride when you don't know where to go. But that desire. I think I have to go out and get it in the world by creating uh, situations. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But what I'm understanding from these teachers more fully is that to live a fully satisfying life, you really want to manufacture, and that's a weird word, but manufacture that emotional state within, inside, out. So this idea that if I want to live a life of exhilaration, I have to feel exhilarated first. Yes. I mean, it's it's really so simple when I say it like that, but but can you like right now? Can you do you feel exhilarated? Yeah. Well, I have to choose it. Yeah. You know, in the moment, I have to say, I want to live a life of exhilaration. What can I be exhilarated about today? And it might not be anything that's happening, but what can I imagine would exhilarate me? Yes. Yeah. You know, that it, reminds me, of Eric Butterworth in um, Spiritual Economics. He used to talk about feeling gratitude that you can actually generate that feeling and I remember the first time I heard that it sounded so odd to me like well no you have to have something to be grateful for then right. you feel gratitude like you can't just out of nowhere feel gratitude but it's not true you absolutely can generate feelings endemic in your body mm -hmm. in your mind from nothing from nothing Right. And, and this is really the technology that Abraham is giving us, that this technology is what you want to do is set a vibrational tone first. And really, when we talk about manufacturing or choosing an emotional state just out of the blue, because you choose to, because in this moment, I'm going to feel something, is really the mechanism, the driver for shifting our vibration. And what they're trying to tell us is that we have a lot more control about what shows up in our life than we realize. Because if we can drive this energy, this vibration by choosing to feel emotional states before anything happens, we can, you know, press the go button and start to manufacture actual experiences. And then we can use them as an excuse to stay in that good feeling place. It, it's kind of both. Mm. But some way we have to jumpstart the system, especially if we've been in a place of not having what we want, of continually hitting walls, you know? Yeah. Huh. That's it. So can we work with my desire? Will you yeah. help me? <laughs> so the one that, that came up is that. What I want to do is to um, talk like uh, so the desire is to have more avenues of expression. So, for example, I love it when I'm teaching class. I love it when I'm on the radio. I love it when I'm talking to you like that's three hours, you know, right. <laughs> well, let's look at that. But though. I have that's... a desire to have that expanded because I love having conversations with people. I don't want to just talk by myself. I want to have. I want to be engaged in uh, teaching or talking or, you know, having these conversations more and more of the time. Well, let's use our facility, our power of imagination in this moment. Then. Okay. If you're to say, close your eyes for a moment and imagine your best classroom experience, the best student group that you can imagine, and they're getting it. Mm -hmm. What are you feeling in that moment? 
exhilaration. It is. <laughs> Excitement. Um, fun. Oh, total fun, joy, playfulness, uh, energies moving and flowing. It, it feels graceful. Like lots of energy is moving, but it's moving very gracefully. Don't you have that experience too that like the universe is delivering the next thought and then you don't have to really plan because the next thing is just evolving. So Right. Or, and that's what a lot it, of the fun is. It, the fun is actually catching the inspiration and enjoying it as it comes in. So it's not like the information that I'm teaching is old. What's fun is that it's all new. Like I never know what's going to happen in a class and I love the not knowing. Yes. And I love being with the freshness and the newness of what's going to be created that I haven't experienced. Maybe it's the new experience. Well, you've just created sort of a box of emotional experiences, right? Mm -hmm. And we're talking, when we try to talk about emotions, it's difficult. It's kind of like trying to talk about color. Mm -hmm. You can only go so far in the language to describe color. You have to experience color, very similar with emotions. So we're going to try and talk about emotions, but uh, everyone can catch the, the vibe that it's more about the feeling. So you've got this sort of box of emotional experiences that teaching gives you and talking mm -hmm. gives you. So the key is to remember and to sort of retrain yourself to know every time you say, I desire to talk, what you're really saying is, I desire to experience these emotions. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I My desire is to experience exhilaration, freshness, you know, being in the moment. And then you can say to yourself, can I conjure up that feeling right here, right now in a gray room, door closed, mm -hmm. nobody in this room? Mm -hmm. Can I, with the faculties of my imagination and my consciousness, be there? And you can. You just showed us you could. Right. Because you went right there when I said, well, what do you feel mm -hmm. when you teach? Mm -hmm. So the practice then is to prompt that emotional state as often as you can throughout your day. Because you're kind of resetting your vibrational tone in a way where the universe has to match it. I mean, all we're talking about with this law of attraction stuff is matching, mm -hmm. right? The universe has to match you. And if you're not there, it can't match you with the physical experience. But here's the fun thing, and I love this part of it, is that once you actually get this vibration and, you know, punch it up a couple times and more and more and more, the universe is going to deliver you experiences to match that. It's law. Mm -hmm. And now you're welcome to use those physical experiences as a way to keep you in the momentum. It's not like you can never use the physical world as an excuse to feel good, but you've got to make sure you start having those good feeling experiences to get into the momentum of reacting to those. Does that make sense? Yes. So then I, I could see too, it's not a waiting. It's not waiting for the next opportunity, almost like that, that power is outside of me. That's why it's instant manifestation. Mm -hmm. That's why Abraham is saying, I, you know, I dare you all to look at your biggest desire. And if you drill down deep enough, you're going to come up with an emotional experience that you are wanting a ride. Mm -hmm. Now it doesn't mean you can't have that, but this is, this is kind of a shortcut. Get into that now and then allow the universe then to deliver it in spades. Yeah. And it really is a ride. I mean, that's why it it's fun. Ride. It's I mean, like, back to how much I love Disneyland, but it's as good as any ride at Disneyland. <laughs> it is. But we have to stop using manifestations or the lack thereof as a justification to stay stuck. Yes. You know, we have to stop using what is. But, you know, I really like that because I don't feel stuck, but I feel I have to wait for the next opportunity. But I yeah. guess it's stuck. I just never 
labeled it that way, but it feels like I, I can have some of it, but I can't have it all, but I really want more. Right. I mean, I, I want more of that experience. Just like if I was at Disneyland, I'd want to keep going on the rides, not go home early. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think what they're telling us is, again, we're not using our faculties, our powers, our 12 powers, um, as the unity teachings would call it, uh, enough to, to help us out in setting the momentum of vibration that then the universe can respond to. And it's our responsibility. That's the thing. No one can do it for right. us. And it is a discipline. You know, it is a discipleship. I love that word. I used to not like that word, discipline, because it meant, oh, I have to exercise. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that means I must exercise. <laughs> but really, um, the root word of discipline is discipleship. Yeah, it, teach. You know, yeah, those of us who follow Jesus and, and consider that teacher one of our, our core teachers, I mean, we are discipleships. We are disciplined to that understanding of what his teachings were. And I'm all, I'm all for the discipleship of this information because the payoff is so huge. You know, <laughs> the payoff is so exciting and thrilling. And, and, you it's, don't have and it's free. <laughs> and it's free. <laughs> and you don't have to go get any kind of exercise equipment or yes. you don't have to take a class or read a book. or yes. I mean, again, all those things are wonderful. Don't get us wrong. The physical universe is delicious. But we want to know that we don't need the physical universe. We don't need even the relationships in our lives. And, and we might even get to, into that a little bit later in the show, that uh, even our relationships are excuses to either feel good or not. But then they say, they always say, you can't help but create on the physical plane. You can't yeah, help I mean, it. It's, it's a law. So, right. I mean, it's not like cause sometimes we hear this and it reminded me when I was younger and I wanted to get married and have kids and people would say, oh, you don't need to be married. You could, you know, you just say, you just think you need that to be happy or you don't need to have kids. That's, you know, just what's the feeling with the kids and that should satisfy you. And I kept thinking, no, I want a family. And, you know, it's, I like having a family. It's fun. But you had to somehow release the resistance to that in order to have it actually manifest. See, that's the thing. They were right. You do need to conjure up the feeling first. Yeah, but it was, I think every time I heard that, it was like, I'm supposed to settle. I'm supposed to compromise ah, and have less than what I really want. And that's why it was annoying to me because it felt like I didn't hear it as it's part of a process. I right. heard it as yes, it's an yes. either or. You should be happy by yourself. Basically, what's wrong with you? You should get over this. Oh, yes. And that just used to, no, no. <laughs> I want it's what not, I want. It's not the full equation. Yes. And here we are. We're going to talk about the full equation. We're going to take a quick break. But when we come back, we're going to talk about this full equation so you don't don't get the idea that you just have to feel good in your head and then that's all you get. Oh, that's really a part of a fuller mathematical metaphysical equation that we'll get into a little deeper when we come back from the break. You're listening to Ray and Janice go deep with love attraction. We'll be right back. Stay tuned. Don't think about it. Let it unfold. Let it Our goal at Unity Online Radio is to continue expanding our spiritual programming and growing our listening audience. To help us become an ever stronger voice in today's world, we ask for your support. Please visit www.unity.fm and click on Donate Now. Thank you. Hello, Unity Online Radio. 
Yes, I was wanting to know if I can listen to Unity Online Radio on my smartphone. Actually, yes. iPhone and Android users can now listen live to Unity Online Radio with the Live 365 app. This is great news. How do I get the app? Getting the app is super easy. You'll need to download our Broadcast Partners app, Live 365. iPhone users can go to iTunes to download the Live 365 app. Android users can go to the Android Market. Once the app is downloaded onto your mobile device, search for Unity Online Radio. And voila, your favorite hosts, live on your phone. Wow. Unity Online Radio, on the go? How cool is that? To learn more, go to www.unity.fm and click on Mobile Listening. We now return to Everyday Attraction and the Metaphysical Porch with your spiritual neighbor, Ray Zander. Have a sit, get something to sip, and let's get real. Spiritual. Welcome back from the break. We were deep into an interesting discussion there before the break about this equation. I I don't know. I I have this tendency with this work to want to ground it a little bit. So I like to talk about technology and equations and mathematical formulas. (laughs) You know what I mean? It's just like I want to kind of get my teeth into it and it helps a little bit to take it out of the airy fairy. But what you brought up before the break was so brilliant. I mean, you were feeling like, oh, shoot, I just have to feel like I've been to Disneyland and that's all I get. What a booby prize. But that's just part A of the equation. Part B of the equation is when you pretend you're at Disneyland long enough, the universe has to deliver you Disneyland experiences. Now, but here's the thing though. The only reason you want to go to Disneyland is because you're looking for an emotional ride. You're looking for exhilaration. You're looking for passion. You're looking for love. So I think it's so important for us to take a real hard look at why we want what we want. Yes. Yeah. No, so much suffering. It's so slippery because, uh, that whole compromise thing. Yeah. You know, it really is. It's, it's, you know, but this, the true equation of the universe is we don't have to compromise. Absolutely. We don't have to. And if you know that, like if that's the underlying, you never have to be less than who you are. You never have to have less than what you truly desire. There's a perfection to all of this, but we have to work work the system or, <laughs> you know, work the, work the formula, work the equation, whatever it is, you can't shortchange it. You can't, you can't um, say it's not here, it's not here and suffer, suffer and expect it to show up. And you can't do it because you think you're going to get what you want. See, the, you have to be really truthful with the universe. It, it, it is not going to be fooled by your hollow affirmations of trying to conjure up exhilaration while you're feeling depressed. Yeah. I like that. There's something Jesus said. I forget. It wasn't in the Bible, some other writings, um, Thomas or Gospel of Thomas or something. But it was basically, you can't lie. You can't, you know, everything is revealed. You can't. So if we think, oh, I'm just thinking I thought, but I'm thinking this thought, but I'm not really telling anybody. So therefore, (laughs) it's everything is revealed. Everything is known. You can't, you can't pretend of your thoughts. And that's, you can't pretend that you're not putting out what you're putting yeah, out. Yeah, and I think that's why we have to work so compassionately with ourselves and bring all these thoughts up to the surface because they're in there. And be honest. And try to operate on top of them or I, don't, I should think this, but I actually, you know, so if you are saying, 
you know, I want the real thing. I don't just want the feeling. You have to, you have to work with that and, and, and maybe, you know, look and see, well, maybe I'm misunderstanding how it works. Maybe I can get yeah. what I want. Like very gently go into and say, it's not about being denied, but it's also honoring where you are. You could kind of go through the Abraham thing of when we're specifically negative to being generally negative. It's, it's kind of, you got, we have to work with where we are. But, you know, this this is kind of something that comes up a lot in class. So, you know, we do the Abraham Group here in Marin County every Thursday night. If you're ever in town, we meet in Corte Madera at 730 at the Sunrise Center. But we, we're an Abraham study group as we really get into the nitty gritty of these laws. And, uh, you know, over and over and over again, love you guys, love you all. Thank you for all your support and showing up and everything. But, man, I'm so tired of having that discussion about, but I want a man or I want a relationship, you know, and I cannot honestly conjure up the feeling of being in a relationship without being in one. Yeah. And I go, well, then you're stuck, you know, but there's a, there's a, there's a, um, an inter, you know, it's, it's kind of honoring the, you know, if someone is saying, I want a man, I want a relationship. It's like that man wants you too. you know, it's not one sided. That relationship is calling you forth. So I think part of it is being able to relax into that while dislodging the misunderstanding yeah but it's what's so what's interesting and i you know i'm i so love people who are willing to go deep with this material and i remember this one particular woman who comes a lot and yet she's still in that place of saying you sound crazy mm-hmm. you know she's saying to me you sound crazy you're telling me you know i say to her fall in love with you Fall in love mm-hmm. with, see through the, see the entire world through the eyes of source. And then that man will come because that's really what you're desiring. But she probably because, can't do that. Do you know what I mean? She can't, it's too much of a leap. And nothing, you're right. For her and to fall in love with herself. Change. It's asking, right. it's asking too much of her. Okay. So what? She's just doomed? No, I would, I would kind of have her get very specific about who is this man that she wants. You know, what are the qualities? What are the attributes? Oh, specific. That all is. Okay. But I see, but I think that keeps her in the position of realizing he's not here. But does she, does she understand that those qualities that she's looking for is actually, has she been able to make the connection that that's who she is? Right. But see, underneath that is this fear that that means that she should be okay with being alone. Yeah. But does she know that's not how the equation works? Well, I think that there is this. There is a fear that says, if I get really, really comfortable with being alone and love it, then I won't have a relationship. And that is like opposite of the law. But it's, the, it's what's real for her. You know what I mean? It's so it's real. true for her. If, yeah. You know I mean? and, I hope, I, maybe she's listening. So. <laughs> and she you know, doesn't want that. She doesn't want to get, it's like any limiting belief. We're not going to release it unless we're reaching for something better. Yeah. So it looks to her like if I let go of this, I'm not going to have a man. And, and I really want a man. So her mind can't really reconcile that because yeah. she doesn't have a, have a bridge to it. Yeah. It seems like the, it's a booby trap. It's like, yeah, if I, you're setting you know, her up to not get what she wants. That's her. Under- knowledge is freedom. Right. Knowledge is freedom. If she you doesn't understand- get that yet. So uh, you know what I mean? It, I think uh, it'd be re- it'd be great if she could be on the show and we could have this conversation because I know she can get to a place where she could, make that connection she really has to have more truth to release some of that fear do you know what i feel what's under up underneath this is this false premise that says 
when, again, what Abraham's talking about, when I have a man, then I feel companionship and passion and love and excitement for the future. And I love this. When I have this physical manifestation, then I have all this packet of emotions that I'm looking for, right? So there is. <laughs> she should talk to married women. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. out. No. <laughs> Don't go there. But, you know, I mean, Just so again, <laughs> it's a total fantasy in a lot of ways. It is a fantasy. But what we have to kind of wake up to with the, these laws, the technical part of these laws, is that that box of emotions has to be present first. So she's going to have to break the cycle of thinking that. I can only feel those feelings authentically. There's the word. I can only feel those feelings authentically if I have a relationship. And that is a false premise. She can have those feelings right now without him. And it'd be great for her to to work on it in one tiny little area. Maybe just pick one of those feelings. Yes. And really have an experience of it. Because I know everyone, sometimes people just take things on blind faith. We all have our different ways of working with spiritual principles, other people like myself really have to understand things. So she may be one of those people who have to have it, have to understand it and actually have to have it demonstrated and get a feel for that. Like her foot in the door in one tiny, tiny, tiny area, but then she would have faith in that and she'd have that shift and then she could expand it out. So here's an interesting process for anyone listening that really wants to get into this very leading edge technology. Think about your biggest desire, whether it be whatever it is, husband, house, name it, name it, and then drill it down, condense it, as they would say on the Food Network, get it really <laughs> condensed down, let it boil, let it boil until every, all, the, all the splashing and all the kind of tops, let it get really condensed so that you can realize that there is an emotional box so how would you do would you say like why do i want this why do i want why? this? What's the, and if i go there in my mind what's the experience i'm feeling and and it's not maybe just one emotion like you were taking before it's like a box of emotion i'm seeing this beautiful little gift box go with a little gift box and in that gift box if you open it up are all the experiences exhilaration passion fun you know frivolity all that mm-hmm. stuff okay there you have your little box of emotions so Here's the husband house, and I think it'll gift me this little box of experiences. Now, if you open up the box and you look in it and you say, okay, let's just look at one of those emotions. Let's just look at excitement. Okay, let's just pull excitement out as an own little, mm-hmm. its own little emotion. And now let's see, like you were just mentioning, how can I conjure up without anything changing or moving in my life a feeling of excitement? And can I do that over and over and over in my day, just at random? And see, per- she would have to be guided through this because I think what what typically happens with us is we're so con- she's so convinced that she's right that she probably doesn't allow herself to experience much excitement in her life because <laughs> there's not a husband connected to it. So she's so convinced that she's right about this that she's yep. she shut off. The excitement, and yet the law of attraction, if she wants to bring in an exciting partner or, or that energy, it's impossible with the excitement being shut down because she's right. not giving what she wants. She's not right. in that flow. But if she could kind of, you know, you talk with her, talk with her and find just one little thing. Well, actually, I, I, you know, like where she has to kind of admit it. <laughs> I actually do have a lot of fun doing this or this is really exciting. Yeah. And then grow that. 
you know, grow, and grow it, it from grow there. It. That's the seed. Yeah. yeah. And then when there's some momentum around, okay, I'm just going to sit here in a gray room and tap into the feeling of excitement and I can do that, then obviously the law of attraction, loving law of attraction will start to bring in more exciting experiences that she can then use as an excuse to stay excited. Yeah, and she'll feel safe allowing those in because she already had yes. it with one experience. Like, oh, okay, I, that was kind of fun, actually. You know, so it's like, maybe I'll let another one in. And before but, but she, she knows it, she's living in that consciousness of excitement. Right. But she's got to break the addiction. And I'm going to go with that word. It is absolutely have- an addiction to being right about oh. her, her train of thought. Yes. And the addiction is, it's an addiction to a false premise that says, if I have an exciting life, he won't come. Yeah. And, and we could, I could have compassion for that. That's what we do. We're not stupid. We're not going to let go of something and then not have anything if that's how we have it wired. Right. So there is a really trusting, there is a trusting, there's the big T word Yeah. in the truth, another T word. But I think that, sometimes it, it helps, it makes it easier to trust if you've had an experience. Yes, yes. And so that's why I like this idea of kind of breaking it apart because once she starts to see that, wow, these exciting experiences are actually showing up because I've chosen to vibrate at that level. Now I'm going to go back into my box and I'm going to say, okay, check, excitement. Now passion. Okay, I'm going to pull out passion mm-hmm. and do it again. Mm-hmm. And then eventually this guy is going to come. Has to come has to come but she won't she... even care it's the icing on the cake because she's so yeah, happy <laughs> and it's like oh, i know i forgot about you <laughs> okay come on <laughs> okay come on now i'm fine and then here, here's the great news about this and why i love 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 this process because then <laughs> if he should go away she doesn't lose everything right right and you know what there's going to be one right behind him if that's, <laughs> if that's a true desire she can't keep him away it's it's a law i think that's what we have to really keep coming back to this is not personal yeah this is not personal now janice and i have been having some fun with conjuring up in a gray room that's my new phrase now conjuring up in a gray room but eyes closed nothing like nothing on the walls <laughs> this feeling of secure mm-hmm now, I know that that word secure still has a little bit of a safety thing going on. It's probably not the strongest vibration I could get because it still has a little bit of there might be insecurity. But this idea of secure. And safe, safety. Safe, yeah, but again, safety goes, oh, there Danger. might be something out there, right? Comfort, will. But care. you know, it kind of doesn't matter about the word if it feels good to you. It feels good. You know, like when I think of safe and secure, it feels good to me. It feels good to me. I'm not really going off thinking about the danger. I mean, I don't don't really have them that intertwined. It just, it's like, ah, it's safe. I'm safe. It's safe to be who I am. Safe to be in the world. It's safe to, you know. Yeah. And I'm secure. Mm -hmm. And and the reason I've been loving that particular vibrational choice, that emotional choice, is because it's tied to the money stuff. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, and that's not a struggle I'm into anymore. But I know as I looked at my desire for, let's say, more funds, more money, when I drilled it down, when I condensed it, there it is on the pots, you know, (laughs) really condensed. It was about feeling secure. It was about feeling safe. It was about feeling cared for and watched and available. And you know what I mean? And so that was a big aha for me because now I don't think about the money at all, but I am focused on turning up the heat on the secure vibration 
And of course, money's flowing. It's always yeah. that case. It's 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 just there. It is. Well, you know? I've been working on. You know, the, we did the security, and it's interesting. What's coming up for me is I'm actually seeing the security that I've always had. Mm. Like I'm seeing, like all of a sudden, my it feels like my uh, relationship with my husband has shifted. Where I'm, I'm thinking, like, wow, he always has my back. I mean, no matter what I do, he takes my side, he supports me. It's like, oh, that feels so good. But it came yeah. from, I wasn't even connecting it with him, but that's what outpictured. Where now I see him in a different light. Yes. But it was always there. Yes, yes. You know, and this came about, we, were, we had gone on the webcast and we saw the um, Atlanta, Georgia vibrational workshop on Saturday morning. You know, we got together, had Abraham breakfast, as we call it. Breakfast with Abraham. A delicious Abraham breakfast. Delicious Abraham. Thank you, Fat Angel. coffee. (laughs) (laughs) That was so much fun. I really encourage everyone, if you're you're into this and and when they do webcast, uh, to, you know, pull some friends over and have a a lovely time in your living room with uh, with Abraham. But after that, I think we were both so inspired as we started having our kitchen table conversation afterwards. Like, that's it. This is my only work is to feel secure. And then what's so interesting is what you're saying now is then what occurred to you is you've always been secure. Yeah, and and everything looks different to me. Like I feel so protected and so safe. And and it's not just at home with my husband. I'm noticing this in my community. I feel safe and secure. I feel loved by the people in the community. It's like everything is starting to shift. But like you say, it's always been there. So it's always been there, but we couldn't connect with it because we weren't choosing. Or had to earn it or, you know, I'd have yeah. to really look at the wiring. But, you know what I mean? There was always a reason why I couldn't be secure until right. something happened. I couldn't Which have that insanity. feeling of safety until this looked like this and this looked like this. Yeah. So that that's the insanity. So if you're waiting for something to happen, win the lottery, get a husband, if you're waiting for something to happen, you're missing out on the instant manifestations that you can be having right here, right now, just by being a conscious being. I mean, if we think about the faculties that source energy has given us, it's amazing what our minds are capable of. You know, what our visioning and what you'll find is as you start choosing to conjure up an emotional experience right, right here, right now, your dreams will start reflecting that, you know, Abraham says a lot that your dream life is not a reflection of the vibration of your dreams, but a reflection of the vibration of your life, you know? So if you're having scary ass dreams, that means (laughs) that there's some, there's some work to do in your waking state to feel safe, secure. Well, And also it, it reminds me when you say, if you're having scary dreams, you're living inside of false premises. That's all. It's yep. not a big deal. It's just a misunderstanding. But there is a waking up that needs to happen. And I, you know, my work as a teacher is sometimes I get really patient with that process. And other times I just want to cattle prod the awakening. <laughs> like, <laughs> get it. <laughs> it reminds me, I love that Bob Newhart show. He's his old TV show. He's a psychologist. He's talking, well, stop it. Just stop it. Stop it. Just stop it now. <laughs> like, we always tease, you know, when we're stuck. But just stop it. Just stop it. Just don't do that anymore. <laughs> but it's true. That is what we have to choose to do, to just stop it. But and- I think we, we, we need, speaking for myself right now, I need some understanding to go with that before I can just stop it. You're right. I need understanding. I can't just stop. (laughs) But when I am able to see a different perspective or look into something or hear something in a different way that gives me an opening or a possibility, then it's like, oh, I could do that. Oh, I see that. Yes. Yes. 
but it is proving it to yourself. Yeah. You can't take my word for it. You can't take Janice's word for it. By gosh, you can't even take Jesus's word for it. Well, nobody <laughs> can do it for us. That's it's because everything is lived inside of our consciousness. Nobody could jump in there and rearrange the furniture. <laughs> and it is our decision to make another choice. But again, we can't make the choice without the awareness. So it's our work is really just to keep staying staying true, paying attention, listening, feeling, noticing. And making the shifts when we can. Yeah. And acknowledging ourselves when we make the shift. Yeah. And it gets easier and easier and easier. Well, we got to take a break. When we come back, we have just a few more minutes left to talk a little bit more about this instant manifestation stuff. And we might play a little bit of a recent workshop just for the delicious fun of it. Stay tuned. You're listening to Everyday Attraction with Janice and Ray. And we'll be right back. Working at Unity Village is more than just a good job, it's good work. We're a not-for-profit organization that helps people around the globe live more abundant and meaningful lives. Our work environment is unique in keeping with the heritage of Charles and Myrtle Fillmore, visionary founders of the Unity Movement. At the same time, Unity is a 21st century workplace. Job seekers will find plenty of challenges in a wide range of specialties, from information technology to culinary arts communications to publishing, prayer ministry to retreats, and more. Employees are eligible for a variety of perks and benefits, including a campus setting with year-round activities and a four-day work week in many departments. To see what employment opportunities await you, visit us at unityjobs.org and apply today. Listening to Everyday Attraction, where the law of attraction gets real. To learn more, become a fan of our Facebook page, search for Everyday Attraction, or email us at everydayattraction at unity.fm. Your comments and participation are sincerely welcome. Welcome back from the break, and we just want to say again thank you to Unity Online Radio for supporting the show and AlignRadio.com, and now we're on Stitcher. If you didn't hear before, uh, go to Stitcher.com or on your new app store for your new fabulous phone. Uh, go ahead and download the Stitcher app and look for Everyday Attraction, and there we'll be. So I just think, you know, it is about gathering evidence for ourselves and, you know, having compassion for the fact that we can't just change on a dime if we've got a certain amount of, of manifestation going on and, and, and momentum and momentum in a certain direction yeah but there is at some point an awakening that says i've got to give this a whirl you know i've got to give this a whirl i've i've attracted this information i've attracted this stuff from abraham or this show or however you what whatever you've attracted which means you're ready yeah. Right. Because I don't think that you hear this information and resonate with it at some level unless you're ready to make those choices for yourself. Well, And if you're not making the choice, that would be interesting to look at that. Like, why am I putting my time and energy? Because I've done that in my life. I've put time and energy into things and had no intention of doing anything about it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then that's an interesting thing. Like, maybe this isn't the right place for me or you know what I mean? Like, 
This is yeah. why am I doing this? Why am I putting so much effort and I'm not really allowing myself to receive any of the rewards or any of the benefits? I'm just doing the hard work part. You know, I've noticed yeah. as a pat, like I'll do the hard work, but then not allow myself to receive the benefit. So if that's what's going on, that's interesting. That's an opening. There is, and there's lots of different ways in. Mm-hmm. It's not just these teachings. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of ways into this understanding. And, and I have had the experience. I will confess that I have said to folks that I've worked with for a while, I don't think this is for you. Yeah. Well, because I think sometimes people get so invested in making you wrong or making <laughs> that, you know, it's just human nature, making the teachings wrong so that they could be right about something, but they're not moving into their right opening that's right yeah. for them. They're just staying in that resistant energy. And then it's stalling. Right. You know, if this is and, not the right place for you, people need to move on because there's plenty right. of places. It doesn't mean you can't have what you want. Right. And this is a complete matrix of understanding. And you can't just take part of the matrix and make it work. You know, you have to kind of take the whole enchilada and look at the different premises and information that they're giving us and take it as a full system. You know, and I think people get upstream and crazy when they hear this information, when they're only looking at a small part of it. Mm-hmm. You know, they're only looking at the, oh, this is the um, I dream of genie, you know, religion, where you just hope that you close your eyes and something appears. You know, you're not looking at the full system. Well, I think anytime you're on the spiritual path, you you owe it to yourself to go all the way. Because if you're going to go halfway and uncover a bunch of stuff, you got to go all the way. (laughs) Yeah, because no system is going to work halfway. It's It's painful. It's it's better to be ignorance is bliss and and live in your cave than to start the path without going all the way. And there might be belief systems that you're going to have to let go of to fully embrace this matrix. But not might might be. Absolutely. 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 Okay. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Of course you you need to expect that and not be surprised when it shows up. Absolutely. There's going to be belief systems that are standing in the way of what we want. Yeah. And it's going to be a, a real radical responsibility on your part to say, I no longer choose to believe that. We were just talking before the show. Um, uh, Janice was saying she was listening to a radio show where they were talking about vegetarianism. Right. Yeah, right. And how they were saying how, you know, they were saying how bad meat is for you and blah, blah, blah. And we were laughing because if you know the matrix of law of attraction, they're right. But they're the ones who are saying this is how it is. And this is how it shows up. And I just think. And it, but, but, but how it shows up for them. Like they're right. They, they should not eat meat because meat would not be healthy for them because they have convinced themselves so strongly. Yes. That they meat have is not eat. healthy for them. And they're right. They're right. And, and they should not eat meat because yeah. it will have an adverse, adverse experience. But I think what's interesting about the whole you create your reality, whether it be unity teachings or science of mind or, you know, Taoism or some of these really kind of deep philosophies, you can't take just part of it. It's like, okay, I'm right, but that doesn't mean it's right for everybody. Right. I always like the sentence too, you know, running into a belief or feeling that it's like, oh, what if I was wrong about that? <laughs> you know, again, just to give ourselves an out, you know, because a lot of times we get so invested in being right. What if I was wrong about that? Like just that possibility that there's another way. And then I think it's really fun to look out into the world. You could, again, use manifestation for this purpose. And you can see there are people that are not living inside of that belief that are doing just fine. 
Yeah. Like I yeah. remember uh, Krista from our church, we were just sharing about how when she was 99, she wanted to go to In-N-Out Burger for her birthday. And then I <laughs> passed away a week later. But it's like, 99. obviously it didn't kill her. She had been meeting, eating meat her whole life because she didn't live inside of the belief of that meat is dangerous. Right. Oh, it's so tricky though. It's so tricky though, because we live in this universe and we're bombarded by information. And sometimes I think I pick up beliefs that I'm not even aware that I'm picking up. Like, you know, I'm really into the organic belief. Mm-hmm. I'm into the belief that organic food is better for you than non-organic food. Mm-hmm. And you know, and Abraham has kind of said that a little bit, but not totally. They have said that, yes, there are higher vibration in organic foods and, you know, chemicals can lower the vibration, but you are way more powerful than any of that. Yeah. I like that version. <laughs> I know, right? I don't like to be limited. Um, <laughs> but, you know, when you th- think about, like we're saying, we're swimming in all these beliefs. And really, like like people live inside different beliefs and it works for them. It only is a problem if it conflicts with what we want. Right. Or if you feel you need to convince everyone else that you're right. Yeah, because then we're out of the vortex. We're off track. But if we think that if we if there's something that we desire... Like, let's say this woman with the relationship, her beliefs sound like they're a problem for her because they're standing in the way of what she wants. So it would serve her to to really explore those because she wants something that her beliefs are not allowing her to have. Right. Where the beliefs around the vegetarian, whatever, that, that would probably maybe have no energy for her. Right. You eat meat, well, you eat vegetables, whatever. She wants a man. Right. Well, I think that's interesting that, that beliefs are only a problem if they stand in the way of you getting what they want. Yeah, if, Other if values are what you want. Because right. if right. you have a belief that goes, it, that's in direct conflict to what you value, you can't have it. You can't have Plus, it. you know, everyone's going to have some beliefs and why not? I mean, if you have a belief that meat is bad for you and then what you're going to attract is fabulous vegetables. Yeah, and you love it. You love that you don't eat meat. That's the thing. You love that you don't eat meat. Makes you, but you not, but you have to stop sharing it with everybody. <laughs> no, I think that has, that's more of our problem. If we, if we resist the sharing, I guess you're right. You know, who's you know people you like, want- you know, people like ice cream, people like riding horses. I don't care that people like to ride horses. I don't care that people like to paint, you know, it's not you my know, world. I'm going to, I'm going to absolutely state that clear because it is my problem. If I have an issue with someone sharing their vegetarianism with me and I don't happen to believe it, I actually love that lifestyle and I think that it's wonderful. So, but I can see how it's really my issue. If I push against it, they should be able to share what works for them. And we only push it. We only push against it when we're afraid they're going to take something away from us. It's never the case. Yeah, like, oh, I have to go their way now. Like, we're afraid of losing something. But if we're... Oh, no, it's because we care what other people think. (laughs) Back to that again. I think we're going to rename the show, Stop Caring What People Think, (laughs) and your life will become bliss. (laughs) (laughs) Because people should be able to share their belief systems. But if we know the larger technology, if we understand that, oh, well, they have that belief system, and therefore their life is playing it out. And I have this belief system in my life is play. Isn't it lovely? Many realities, people, many realities. And I think when we get stuck is this idea that there's one reality and there's only one way to live and one way to do it right. Right. Pick your world. Pick your world. Pick your world, people. <laughs> We're going to have another show called Pick Your World because I think um, from the quantum physics level, this is the part where I, I'm really interested in the science of this. Because the hardcore, you know, quantum physicists 
are discovering this at a really, really deep level that we are completely choosing our world. And I remember going to a Greg Braden uh, seminar. What's the name of his? The Matrix. Do you remember his? Matrix. The Matrix, right? What? Ma- Dynamic Matrix yeah. or something? Anyway, um, I remember him saying that he was talking to one of like the leading quantum physicists in the world and they were having dinner or something. And he leaned over to him and he said, it's probably more likely than not that we're all living in our own virtual reality. And I just love that coming from a scientist, yeah. you know, it's like, Ooh. given my calculations, giving the math, yes. <laughs> it's more likely than not that you're living in your own video game <laughs> and you should just start to win and have fun in your game. I just think that's so funny and that we do get tied. Why is it so important that my world be justified by another? I think it's because we're afraid we're going to lose something, that they're going to take something away from us that we value, that if we don't agree with them, we can't have what we want. That's a false premise. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) That's a false premise. Right. Well, I love what you you always say that, but nothing and can be taken. Remember that your quote used to oh, no yeah, one and nothing knows me, loves me, claims me, and is always rushing toward me. What is mine? Yeah, knows me, claims me, and is always rushing. Love toward that. Me. Yeah, yeah, because then you can't lose. And then what I love about that is you can really embrace diversity. Mm-hmm. Because if you understand the sort of quantum under understandings of this, people can have their belief systems, and you're kind of fascinated by them. Right, and you can right. let them be and just love them. Love them where they're at. Yeah. Love them where they're at. Lo- and know that it's not above or below where you're at. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It is just a, a simple choice. choice. <laughs> yeah. That is showing itself over and over. And, and, and you know what? The bottom line of that is absolute freedom. Mm-hmm. You know, you can be who you need to be and they can be who they need to be. And if your worlds are meant to converge, they will. And if they are not, they won't. You know, there's so much more going on here than the surface understanding. And, and I do think that it is exhilarating and exciting for us to realize how much more choice we have to not only release belief systems that aren't working, take on new belief systems that would give us the thrill and let other people be where they are without having to convince them that our way is, is the real way, the truth, you know, (laughs) what a relief. I know. I'm going to have a burger for lunch. And then you could go to a party and have fun because you're not there to convince anyone that you're, you know, something Otherwise, you have to work it all the time. I mean, every interaction, you kind of have to be working your agenda. Otherwise, you're, you're, you know, you're not on your job, not on your task. (laughs) And you've got to change or make something happen. it's It's just too much work. It's like, what if there was nothing wrong? What if everybody was fine just the way they were? Yeah. <laughs> and so this idea too, that now that I've gotten more fully into this instant manifestation, what's interesting is I'm finding the stuff that I usually do to help me feel something. I'm kind of less inclined to do because I know I can just close my eyes and be there. So it's that freedom too, where there's this dexterity that happens where you kind of get really calm and peaceful because you know, you don't have to strive to convince anyone of anything in order for you to get what you want. And there's even some actions that you don't even have to take anymore because you know you only took those actions to feel something, and yeah. I'm just going to take a moment and feel that. Yeah, it just—I know it gets kind of dwindled, dwindled well, down a little. You bit. You know what I've been noticing lately is I—I I don't have a lot of desires. There's not uh, a big gap. Uh, there's not a lot of longings where before it was like, oh, I really need this to happen before I could be okay. Or, I really want this to happen, or, and it's not here. But now I look around and it's like. 
It doesn't, I don't have a lot of, there's not a big gap in my life. There's not big gaps of missing, missing things. Well, what's interesting about that is what's happening according to what some of the information that, that Abraham's giving us is that you're going more general, mm-hmm. you know, and you might get picked up by a desire and go specific later on. But right now you're just in that general place of well-being and that's where source hangs out. Right. Source energy has that more global, full, total understanding of the big picture. And there is just isn't this sort of a need to, uh, to push against that. And that's a good feeling. And I'm also not afraid that things aren't going to happen. Right. I think that's part of it too. Like certain things I want, you know, the kids are still, you know, there's things, they're going to happen. They don't have to happen right now. Like I'm having fun with what's in front of me. And you're going to find something that comes up. That's going to be a big desire. And you're going to go like, yes, Mm -hmm. I'm in. Yeah. I'm going to go specific on this. I'm going to get so detailed. This is this feels so good. I haven't felt this passion in a while. I'm getting that deep yes. Oh, I love when that hits too, don't you? I just I love, love it. it. It's like, <laughs> and you're like, where have you been? Oh, you were here the whole time. I just didn't vibe in. Well, we've actually come to the end of our show, so we actually didn't get to play any of our Abraham stuff. Maybe we'll save it for next time. It is so much fun talking to you about this stuff, Janice. Thank you. Oh, thanks. I love it. Janice's show is live every Thursday from 9 Pacific uh, on Unity Online Radio. Uh, Catch her show on unityonlineradio.com or go to her website, receiveyourlife.com. She's got all kinds of fun stuff going on there. And she is uh, a coach for hire, right? Yes, yes, absolutely. (laughs) And if you'd want to be a guest on the show, I would love to have um, people who want to have this conversation on the Receive Your Life show. Hey, that's a great idea. So your email address is? Janice, J-A-N-I-C-E, at receiveyourlife.com. Great. So if you feel like um, getting some coaching live on the air, that is a lot of fun. And uh, and it's a wonderful show to behold. So thank you again for joining us on this hour of Everyday Attraction. We send you lots of love, and we look forward to the next time we are together. Until then, remember, life is good unless you have other plans. Stay tuned for our Law of Attraction card reading. Welcome to the Law of Attraction card reading. Today's card tells us, I can always tell a different financial abundance story. What anyone else has or does not have has nothing to do with you. The only thing that affects your experience is the way you utilize the non-physical energy with your thoughts. Your abundance or lack of it in your experience has nothing to do with what anybody else is doing or having. It only has to do with your perspective. It only has to do with your offering of thought. If you want your fortunes to shift, you have to begin telling a different story. You can always tell a different financial abundance story. This is Charcel, who has jobs flowing to her abundantly. Remember, like attracts like. And today is sunny with possibilities. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us on Everyday Attraction, where the law of attraction gets real. Join Ray every Friday at noon Central Time on Unity Online Radio for more ways to align with your source and start living the life you intended to live. 
Everyday Attraction is sponsored by Send Out Cards. Go to www.sendoutcards.com slash attraction and mail a free card that you personalize to someone you appreciate. Don't wait. Act on your promptings to appreciate today at www.sendoutcards.com slash attraction. Everyday Attraction is recorded live every Thursday at noon Pacific Time on Aligned Radio, alignradio.com.